I remember my first memories are of growing up. I'm the oldest in my family. Um, I remember making forts with my brother and watching cartoons on Saturday mornings. That's not an earliest memory. Um, and I don't remember this, but there was a picture of me and my father when I was an infant um, in front of the apartment building where we lived. And even though I'm sure oh. I don't actually remember that, I that even the photo brings back fond memories of growing up in that neighborhood. Right. Tell us who are you, what are, where are you right now, and what are you working on? My name is Michelle Solomon. Where am I? I? It feels like I'm at a little bit of a crossroads professionally and personally, I suppose. Um, my children are teenagers. One will graduate high school shortly, and one has two more years to go. So they're kind of getting on with their lives in a way. And I guess I feel like so far I've done a good enough job right. <laughs> um, with that. Um, and professionally, you know, I'm uh, closer to retirement than not mm. um, at this point. And so I think about things, you know, what do I want to do and how can I bring that into the world a little bit more? So I've been thinking about things like that. And for me, it comes under um, my theme um, of everyday progress. I think I sometimes get carried away with um, big plans and I have um, trouble uh, making, sometimes have trouble making those things um, uh, put yeah. into reality. And yet, and yet I get a lot done. I'm very productive. I volunteer all over town. I, I do a lot of stuff. Um, but for me lately, what I'm working <laughs> on is everyday progress. Right. So it's very interesting because um, uh, you are uh, finding like the closure of two important cycles, life cycles I'm seeing there, which are um, motherhood and like having the babies on, on the nest still <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and retiring. So you are going to be free for many engagements and you might find yourself with a lot of empty space and, and new things and, and, and potential, the potential that comes along. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I feel good. I, I say I'm um, generationally, I was born in the last year of what many people call the baby boom, right? So I was born in 1964. And I sometimes say about myself that I'm a late boomer, right? I'm, a, I'm the youngest boomer there is, and I'm a late bloomer. So mm -hmm. I, I, there are many ways in which I think I'm just coming into who I'm supposed to be in the world. And so that space feels it feels good, actually. It feels spacious and like I can move into it and explore it. That kind of is it. Yeah, it's kind of exciting. Tell us, tell us about um, a new opportunity that you have now that you didn't have, uh, let's say, you know, at the beginning of the year and all the way through that um, uh, crazy crisis that we're still going through. Any new opportunities that you can spot up? Other than uh, volunteering to be a, ho a guest on your podcast, um, <laughs> yeah. Other than I, it, I think, <laughs> yeah, I, mean, 
I don't know that it's a new opportunity, but obviously being at home for many weeks has given me new opportunities to reflect on what's really important. Hmm. Um, and to try and think about my life in new ways and, you know, simple things like I don't seem to miss shopping very much. Okay. That's good. Right. Right. I want, I want to try to, um, cook more for my family. I am not the cook in the family. My, my husband is, but I want to try and contribute more in that way. Yeah. Um, and look for recipes and things and, and prioritize that a little bit more than I probably was before all of this. So there are things that I'm thinking about that I don't want to let go when, when we, get back to quote normal. Oh my God. I relate so much uh, to what you just said. Um, in New Caledonia, so I, I'm in New Caledonia at the moment and we, this is our third week, if not the, yeah, third week uh, that, you know, we're, the, the lockdown has been, uh, come, had, had come to an end. So we've been going out for three weeks. And one of the first things that I, I thought about myself, you know, after the after a couple of days, so at the beginning you just want to go there and uh, and go to the to nature and you know, but very rapidly I was saying this exactly same thing to myself, which is uh, I don't want to give up the presence that uh, this quarantine had given me and that are quite similar as yours. You know, this time to reflect about what's important, uh, the time spent with the ones you love, the cook. Yeah. Yeah, all of that. Yeah. Simpler. It's just been a little simpler. We're not all running all over the place. It's, it's nicer. <laughs> Isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree with you. Yeah. yeah. Tell us about something that had made you proud. A great success that you can tell tell us about other than my kids so we won't talk about my kids let's talk oh, about something. <laughs> sorry and, and you define success you can talk about anything no, no, I, your yeah. own definition of, of success of course I think um, <laughs> when I was looking at the questions earlier today I, I didn't know what I would say but the thing that comes to my mind now is um, becoming a licensed attorney uh, where I live in the state of Pennsylvania but it, the significance of that is that I became a licensed attorney 20 years after I had graduated from law school. When I first graduated, I, I was like, I took the bar exam and I passed in New, when I lived in New York and yeah. but I never practiced law. And we moved to Pennsylvania and I've been doing my market research work for many, many years. And I read an article in the paper about, uh, elder care law. So lawyers who specifically help um, people, you know, as they age with the issues that they um, have. Yeah. And I saw, I saw the article and I said, I can do that. And well, that's all well and good, except that I wasn't licensed. And I had to study for the bar exam again and kind of relearn huh. stuff I, you know, from law school. And, yes. and I passed, I had to take it twice, but I passed the second time. And that, that was a big, a, a, a significant yeah. achievement. That's awesome. So you've been helping uh, elderly people. Um, no, I don't practice. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, the funny, and I went back to my market research. I pra I, uh, oh, I, okay, I, okay. So, so the, the research continues to draw me back. <laughs> right. Okay. I understand that. And do you think you're going to be uh, uh, maybe doing more of uh, helping people when you, when, now that you're going to have more time or you think research is going to, is, is really the name of the, of the game for you? 
What do you think? Yeah. I, I wonder. It's a good, I wonder too. And I, mm-hmm. and I don't know yet. So I, you know, the reason I went to law school was because I wanted to help people. And I find wow. that I end up doing things that, and, and the people I always care about are the people who sometimes don't have a voice in society, right? Women, children, older people. Yeah. And I, I still have to figure out what it looks like to bring that into the world a little bit more. Beautiful. Maybe through research, but I'm not sure. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the question is very beautiful. How can I help right. the people? How can I help uh, people have a voice? That's, that's yeah. a beautiful question. <laughs> um, tell us about a challenge now. Something that has challenged you uh, and that you have been able to overcome. And again, you are the one defining what overcoming and what challenges? Ch- time management is um, <laughs> for real. I am a sucker for every article I see that that you know yeah. starts with the top, top ten tips for better time management and you know get more productive in five these five easy steps. I will read every one of them because I think there's some magic bullet in the world that I just haven't found yet. But the truth is, there's no magic bullet. And, right, uh, and I need to, and that's why I've come to this framework for myself of everyday progress. I need to do be consistent and have um, something that looks like a routine, and pay attention to the things I want to do and try to move them forward. And it, it doesn't matter how long it takes; um, it just matters that I that I tend to the things that I want to bring into the world. Yeah. And I didn't and I didn't always know that. Yeah. Yeah, don't you think that um productivity has uh I mean the conversations around productivity had evolved a lot in the last couple of years like as you said uh when you first uh start wondering about co- uh, productivity the first things that you encounter are, you know, uh, five bullets or five tips to, to become productive, how to uh, structure your desk. So right. You, right? <laughs> and now uh, the conversation has gone to a totally different realm, I think, which is more uh, questions of purpose, of priorities, of mm. uh, so we we still need a lot of structure, and we need to, as you said, I like what you say that uh, you know, uh, structure is 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 something that you've it seems that you've been created created around you, but the conversation had gone to a different realm, right? Like, what's what is it that you want? Uh, what's right? What's a priority? What's really important? What really matters? Don't yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And honoring what matters to me and not what matters to everybody else. Right. And I think that's another lesson I've, um, you know, learned the hard way, so to speak. Right. Yeah. It's a beautiful, beautiful lesson. Right. Yeah. 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 No. And it's really important. Right. It's uh, how do you be the best you you can be? And yeah. 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 Awesome. (laughs) Yeah. Um, 
If you could uh, travel in time and go meet your 18-year-old self, is there, a, <laughs> is there an advice that you would like to give her? Yeah, and if I, she didn't have any voice, my 18-year-old self. She, she would have, yeah, to speak up, right? To find, to find her voice, I guess, is what my message would have been. And to pursue the things that she had an interest in and not be afraid and not worry what everybody else thought. Because I think at that time I was very involved, including my parents, right? Um, mm -hmm. And not and not get caught up in what everybody else thought was the right plan for me, but to have figured out the plan for myself, which is what we all end up doing anyway. Exactly. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I totally agree with you. And it's true that when you're, when, when we're young, it's just, uh, we're, um, praise of confusion, right? Everything yes. is, yeah. And it's a, yeah. it's, it's a bit of a pity because when you, Well, but at, as you said, at the end of the day, we all end up in a point, right, of clarity, some sort yeah. of clarity. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And everything leads you on the path eventually, right, to where you end to and the lessons you need to learn and uh, the reason we're here, right? And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And life unfolding without asking permission as well, right? So, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you for that. And, um, Any resources that uh, you would recommend to us checking out uh, over the next few weeks? It could be a book, a podcast, album. I, I could keep you here for hours with podcast recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a huge podcast fan, but the thing, mm. um, can I, I give you two? Um, yeah. one is very practical. It's a, actually a, a time, a time management software that I've been task management, time management, mind maps. It's called IOA, A-Y-O-A. I've been using that and it really keeps me, helps keep me focused and keeps me going. Um, can the other would be a book series that I love. Yeah. Sorry. Excuse me. Can you say the name again of that sof software? Uh, a bit, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so people can listen to the name again. It's IOA. It's spelled A-Y-O-A. Mm -hmm. All right. And the other would be a book series that I've loved since, since childhood. Um, there's an author. He passed away many years ago. His name is Robert B. Parker. And he had a detective series. And the detective's name, the main character's name is Spencer. Spencer for Hire. Uh, for people in the United States who are about my age, um, there was a TV show in the 80s based on the books. There must be 35 or 40 books. And, I've re and I read uh, them over and over again. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and uh, what, what, what uh, like, if you could uh, tell me, get me a little bit more into that series. Yeah. Uh, what are the elements that got you so uh, <laughs> interested, hooked? Yeah. So Spencer is a detective in Boston. He's his um, his best friend and 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 uh, who helps him out sometimes is called Hawk. Uh, Spencer's white. Hawk is black. So there's um, some. You said the dialogue, they tease each other and they, um, yes. they're very, they're, they're good friends. And his girlfriend 
Her name is Susan and she's a psychologist who went to Harvard. And I don't know, there's something about the dialogue and the dynamics. And like, there's a, like Spencer has a moral code, like a very strong code of behavior that he'll follow. And it's not necessarily like he'll break the law, but he's following his own code of behavior and he picks up people along the way throughout the books. Um, other men, most you know, other men like him and Hawk. And I don't know. I just I I love it. it takes me to different places in a different world. And mm-hmm. Susan is a very strong female character. Yeah. So I like I like that about her. So. Beautiful. We'll try to put. Um, I'll try to find these and and we'll put a link uh, on the show notes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. If you could send the world an email right now, a message, what would you say, Michelle? Be kind and don't judge. None of us know what other people are going through. And um, I learned this lesson from a friend of mine. It, you never hurt somebody's feeling by inclu- feelings by including them. Hmm. So, yeah, be kind. Yeah. Yeah, I think you know that um, uh, I'm not a, a religious person, but I've read uh, amazing, um, I don't know, well, books talking about um, the power of judgment. And these mm. are a book from the Kabbalah, I think, you know. And uh, um, it, it seems like the, the, the judgment is, I mean, they they uh they brought it to say that the day that we are going to get rid of judging others or judging ourselves the world is going to come to peace you know and uh and and death is going to end and and yeah it's like a you know it's it's, it's unbelievable right like these subtle uh powers that we have and that we are ignorant about and all the harm that we can cause because of our ignorance, right? Yes, absolutely. That was beautiful what you just said, though, from what you've been reading. The mm-hmm. day we stop judging not just everybody else, but also ourselves. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, it really got my attention to, to this, yeah. uh, you know, this to, to judgment. And judgment has been like a like a tool that we have but we shouldn't be really using and it's not even a tool it's like more like i don't know a power that we have yeah but but we're, we shouldn't we're not supposed to be using it uh maybe we're supposed to be transforming it or something but oh very powerful and it is very powerful. yeah yeah anyways <laughs> i'm gonna be think i'm gonna be thinking about that now Oh, we can how do you, do how do you trans how do you transform that? I like that idea. Yeah, and, and I never yeah. encountered this idea so clearly articulated as the Kabbalah. So it's okay. Yeah, yeah. I, there's a book called The Red String book. And the red, string. the red String. I might put them on the show note. But it's uh, yeah, and, and it's a very tiny book, but it just makes so much sense and uh, and yeah and, and and it's all about that um judgment and, and and how we can you know kill people we could we can uh destroy things we can um 
freeze life around us be- with the power of judgment. Whereas, mm. yeah. So, whereas if we stop doing that, if we stop judging people, then life will flow around us. We would heal people instead of harming them. It's just unbelievable. It is. It sounds like a much better way to go. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think so too. <laughs> Michelle, thank you very much for this conversation. It's, it's been a pleasure. I'm very happy that we have got the time to discuss. <laughs> Me too. Thank you so much, Nina, and all of the, the rest of the folks who are doing these. It's a great, it's a great thing that you're doing. Beautiful. Thank you very much. Thank you.